Welcome to another episode of Books, Kids, and Creations, a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Tracy Bloom, and today I have the honor and privilege of speaking with Ben Giroux out of Pennsylvania? Plattsburgh, New York. Plattsburgh, New York. I was close there. Close there. He was and, born in, um, in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So you were you were very close on that. I was in that general area. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much for being here today, Ben. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know who he is, um, Ben was um, featured on many websites, including the Huffington Post and the Today Show, Good Morning America, and was named Poet Laureate of Plattsburgh, New York, and has also been the face of the National Autism Association's anti-bullying campaign for a poem that you wrote that went viral. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about this poem that you wrote and how it came to be. Well, it was originally a school project for Poetry Month, and it was sort of helped go along because every single like sentence had to start with I am. And so I just kind of wrote down stuff at school and then finished it when I got home. And at the time, I really didn't think much of it. So, yeah. If you want further details, it's a little blurry for me, but this guy knows more. Yeah, because you wrote the poem when you were 10 and you're 16 now. So it's been, you know, about six years since it was originally just put on paper. And I mean, did you expect that it would turn into anything after you wrote it? Absolutely not. (laughs) Heck, even now, I feel like it's just like it seems to me like such a small thing. And I don't quite understand how it got this big. Yeah. Well, it seems like your poem resonated with so many people who probably feel a lot of the same feelings as you. Um, So when you were writing, do you write often? Do you journal at all? Or was this kind of just a, a poem that you just came up with? It was, as I said, it was just a school project. I really didn't write before it. I write a little bit nowadays but other than that it was really a brand new thing for me yeah and when you when it eventually I guess kind of went viral and you started receiving was it emails or were people were just reaching out through social media what was the response like from it well so to back it up uh so it was a Thursday when he was at school in fifth grade And the librarian uh, had given all the kids the I am uh, poem outlined for them to uh, to complete for poetry month. And Ben completed all but the last three lines of the poem. And he came home that night and sat down at the table to uh, complete the poem. And once he completed the poem, he handed it to uh, to myself and I read it. And my first reaction was this is, this is amazing. Like the, the cadence, the, 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 you know, the, the rhyming, the, you know, the visual visualizations of the words that he used, you know, for a 10 year old where it was phenomenal. And then you read it again. And then it hit me that, oh my goodness, my 10 year old is pouring out his, his soul here about how he feels because typically, you know, being on the autism spectrum, he would come home and 
you asked him how his day went and you would get a one word answer. You would get, no, oh, it was fine. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was good. All yeah. he wanted to do was get to, you know, his room to play with his Legos at the time or play his video games. And so when you read it and I realized just how much, you know, he hurt and, you know, because he knew that he was different than the other kids at school, um, you know, and, and he didn't feel like he fit in. And it was the third school that he had been to um, in, you know, in his young, you know, educational career. And so, you know, it hit my wife and I, you know, almost like a ton of bricks to, to kind of, you know, feel that. And so the next day he didn't want to go to school because he knew he had to read his poem to his class. Uh-huh. And so we kept him home and, uh, we had our regular weekend and then on Sunday, getting ready for school for Monday, he realized, oh, no, I'm going to have to go to school tomorrow and read my poem that I avoided on Friday. And no matter how much my wife and I would tell him that the poem was amazing and that he needed to read it to his classmates so that they understood just how much um, they were, you know, he was hurting, but how much they were affecting him. Because um, there's there are times that, you know, the children wouldn't even know that what they were doing Right. We're hurting him. Like he would sit down at the cafeteria table and then they would get up and leave and they would be get, get up and leave maybe because they were done eating. But for him, he saw that as, oh, they, they're leaving because I'm sitting here. And uh, he's like, no, no, it's no good. Uh, you guys are telling me that it's good because you're my parents and you have to. So I asked him, like, well, what if I put it on Facebook, Ben? How, how would that, you know? And he's like, well, those are your friends and family. They're going to tell you the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, what if I put it on like a public site? And he's like, okay. So it being April and being Autism Awareness Month, I decided to put it on uh, the National Autism Association uh, Facebook page. Within 15 minutes, the whoever runs that page emailed me and asked me if they could put it on their, their main page. Wow. And I said, of course, yeah. within hours. Uh, I mean, that original post had over, you know, 38,000 shares wow. and 20,000 likes and comments. It, and it was just, it was incredible. The outpouring uh, that of, of uh, support that Ben received, you know, when people read his words, because like you said, it's a you know, a poem that you don't have to be on the spectrum to, you know, to really understand and feel, right. you know, that everyone at some point have felt like an outsider, have felt like they didn't belong. And uh, so it, it, from that post, it just, it went viral worldwide. And he was conducting interviews at the time with, you know, uh, newspapers and stuff in Australia and you know, over in Europe. And it was just everywhere. Um, within about two weeks, uh, the, the late Anne Rice, shared his poem and at that point is when I realized just how big it was getting and we needed to figure out a way to protect his words um, because now they're out on the internet you know nobody knows who this 10 year old is and so I, I just took a shot in the dark and I sent Aunt Rice a private message asking her for some guidance, like, how do I protect, you know, we're not authors where we don't know how this all works. And thankfully, um, her assistant at the time, Beckett, uh, reached out to me immediately and said that, you know, how much they all loved his words and his poem and how they connected with it. And he asked me if uh, he could put, give my information to his agent. And so we said, okay. Um, two days later, uh, uh, 
Naomi Davis signed Ben to, to represent him. And then uh, we got in touch with uh, Roz McLean, who illustrated the book, who was also a client of Naomi's. And she did a phenomenal job yeah. uh, illustrating uh, Ben's words that, you know, you have these, these words that a 10-year-old wrote and then the illustrations just make them come to life even, yeah. even more. Uh, so yeah, when it went, uh, when it went viral and, you know, celebrities started sharing it and, you know, we tell Ben like, you know, Anne Rice shared this and, you know, at the time he's like, who? And we're like, oh yeah, I guess you're a little too young for interview for, with a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the, quite the ordeal. And even to today, Ben still doesn't quite understand the, the, the magnitude of how much he is inspiring people and, and touching people. Uh, with this and you know we only hope that someday he he can really truly understand how powerful his words were and that's you said so much there like Sorry. the whole entire <laughs> process well here's the thing I asked him to talk more because I don't remember a lot and I'm very bad at talking well you're very great at writing and um you know as so many authors who spend countless times trying to edit and fine tune and create these like masterpieces. I mean, there's something to be said from writing from the heart. And it seems like that's exactly what you did was just put your heart on the page. And then it just unfolded into what it was supposed to be. And I'm sure, you know, so I write kids books and there's nothing better than seeing an illustrator put a picture with something that I wrote. And so I'm sure for you, like, what was it like for you to see those illustrations for the first time when, when you saw what, how your words moved somebody to create in a different medium? I feel like the same thing my dad said a little bit earlier ago that I don't completely understand the magnitude of what happened heck even me saying the magnitude of kind of confuses me uh but how did you feel when you saw Roz's drawings I was like yeah that's what I was thinking of <laughs> they're really incredible like they're just they're so cohesive with your words yeah I feel like the art in the book is very very good and I feel like Roz did a perfect job and I I can't think of many things I would change and that's a good segue dad <laughs> yeah. good, good segue to well, you know, what input he had in the illustrations yeah go ahead and, uh, and tell her me yeah <laughs> um so I had a couple of says in the. So we had received the, the original drawings. <laughs> ben, Ben, sorry, Ben gets anxious. Uh, we had gotten uh, the drawings. And when my wife and I looked at them, I mean, we were blown away um, because like Ben said, like the, the, the words matched up with the, with the illustrations and you know, as soon as we saw it, you know, I, I emailed Naomi back and I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is wonderful. I cannot believe that somebody who's never met Ben read his words and was able to illustrate them so well. And of course, you know, then Ben look, looks at it and his first thing was a critique. And I'm like, wait, what? 
And so the last, uh, the last page of the book, all the airplanes were all the same. Oh. All the children in the book were throwing the same airplane into the sky, including Ben. Oh. And Ben looked at that and said, all the airplanes should be different shapes and sizes, and mine should be a different color to represent how I feel different than everyone else, but that everyone is different, but so similar at the same time, because we all can fly, even though we're different. And it's just like, wait a minute, like, how, how does a 10 year old, you know, I guess at the time he was 11, an 11 year old look at that. And, you know, his first reaction was to, hey, well, this, this didn't quite match up with what, you know, I envisioned the illustration should be. So That's incredible. And then, uh, then we were given the choice of, of two covers. Okay. And Ben chose the, uh, this cover, but at the same time, the uh, airplanes in the, uh, the reflective in his eyeglasses were again, all white. And Ben's like, well, we need to change one to be orange, you know, to, to go with, you know, to kind of give a sneak peek into the, f the final, you know, aha moment of, of the book. And another thing is this wasn't the only cover picture. No, we were given two choices. Yeah. yeah. And I picked this one because I thought it would pop out on shelves more. That's that's very good insight for for being as young as you were, you know, like a lot of adults don't don't even think of that stuff when they're choosing cover art. Ironically. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So since did putting out you picked or did, or did we pick two different ones? I the, forget. The cover? Yeah. No, we both picked the same one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. And we since agreed. this book came out, um, do you have other kids coming to you now to talk to you about writing or sadly I wish. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Things haven't well, really changed that much in my school life. Uh but on social media. Yeah, yeah on social yeah. media, I have tons of support. It's just like no one I actually know in real life really hasn't really changed much. Sadly, uh, I'm assuming that not a lot of kids in my school care, really. Hmm. And heck, maybe not a lot of them even know. And it's just kind of upsetting the fact that so many kids who have great potential are just, for lack of better words, jerks. Yeah. Yeah, that is. But, you know, what's really cool is that you do have this outpour of support from people globally who recognize the, the talent you have and how wonderful this is. And, um, you know, people in, in high school, not always the nicest, you know, and not always even thinking about like when I was in high school, I don't know if I would have thought someone writing a book was that cool. But now at my age, I'm like, that's the coolest thing ever. You know? <laughs> so we get so many uh, stories. I ran into um, a lady at the grocery store and she was telling me that she had bought Ben's book for her granddaughter, uh, who I believe was seven at the time and it was on the uh, who was autistic. And her daughter had just started a new school or her, sorry, her granddaughter had just started a new school and the kids were picking on her and um, because she was different um, and the um, kids were telling her that she was a weirdo and she looked at them and said, being weird is being different and being different is okay because Ben's book told me that. Aww. 
And so when you awesome. kind of hear, when you get that feed, like I told, I, you know, I started crying immediately and I still get kind of you know, emotional, just thinking of, you know, maybe he can't do anything about the bullying in his life, but his words and his book are helping other kids stand up to their bullies and giving them the confidence that it's okay to be different, that, yeah. you know, it, things will get better, you know, for you. And, you know, do you, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, so getting that kind of, of feedback on, you know, I mean, nothing else could happen with his book, knowing that he affected a, a seven-year-old girl and changed her life. I mean, that's, that's, you know, I'm sure that, you know, what any author, you know, would want to, to know that their book did. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, as an author, you want your stories to change the, change the lives of those who read it. And that's, I mean, for me, that's one of the key reasons why I write is because I want to impact kids' lives and I want them to think differently and, and feel like it's okay to be who they are. So, I mean, I'm sure you could go around to just about every school in America and tell your story. And there are going to be kids there that resonate and go, I feel that way too. And, and that's, that's really special. So I, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like in a society where my message doesn't come across is a weird one. And I feel like if people in schools constantly ostracize people and put people down because they're different. That's just not a very good way to build our structure of how everyone should live. Because if people are constantly fighting to be at the top, they're bringing themselves and everyone around them down. But if everyone constantly builds each other up, we'll all be in a better place at the end of it mm -hmm. yes I couldn't have said that better that was probably good. very on point <laughs> <laughs> so do you have plans to write other books or three three more books <laughs> two already done one okay. needs to be edited oh sorry one done one needs to be edited and then another one needs to be written it's just an idea yeah so now are you kind of enjoying this I mean because now you are an author and you are well, I kind start. of, I kind of write when it comes to me. Like, I don't seek out to write. I just like, well, the first one that I wrote, it was because my dad was like, uh, "Ben, you, you should probably do something other than just sit around all day." So, here, try to write Classic a book. Father, like, what am I going to write about? And he's like, "Oh, just write about your pet." And I'm like, "Oh, fine." And I wrote it, and then he just liked it loved it uh and then when we showed my agent she was like wow i think this might be even better than your first book and i'm like i just wrote this in half an hour what the heck not that's not amazing. even that, that's the fr the frustrating and tracy as an author you will probably you know be even more frustrated because i i don't i'm not an author you know for months um ben's agent has been trying to get him to write more and, you know, Ben only will write when Ben wants to write. And one night um, I, I, you know, I kind of put my foot down. And I was like, Ben, I'm like, no more YouTube until you write something, you know, <laughs> like, I don't care if it's a, a poem. I don't care if it's just a journal entry. You're going to put 
you know, pen to paper. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know what to write about. And the thing that Ben loves most in, his, in this world is his pet snake, um, his pet snake, Monty. And so I said, just write about Monty. Like, just write, write about, you know, the, the day that, that, you know, that you got Monty. So he sits down and in 15 minutes, writes an entire children's book about his snake. <laughs> That's incredible. It, now, I, is this in rhyme? Or is this different no. than this is No, different. it's it's okay. different. Yes. Okay. And so the the whole book is about Monty being in a pet store uh -huh. and wanting to be adopted and seeing these comparing himself to all the other animals and wishing that he was more like every other animal and then and maybe then he'd find a home. And so every page is the snake looking at the rabbit and going, I wish I had, you know, a fluffy tail and big floppy ears. Maybe then I'd find a home. And then I wish I was like the puppy, you know, maybe then I'd find a home. And then at the end, the little boy walks in and walks past all the other animals and looks at Monty and says, this is the perfect pet. This is who I want. And then Monty realizes that he doesn't need to change a thing about himself, that he'll be loved for who he is. And so, yeah, he wrote that in like 15 minutes and you like, you flip the page and every time that he says, you know, maybe then I'd find a home. It's just, it's so gut-wrenching. And then yeah. the end is just so positive that, you know, this, you know, so it's basically Ben writing about himself, but through his snake, using his snake as the, as the main character, um, the follow-up to that book that's currently being shopped is Monty goes to school it needs to be edited. And so uh, Mon Monty goes to school is, you know, same thing. He, Monty's goes to school for show and tell, and he sees all the other animals and wishes, you know, that he had colorful feathers. Like, so it, it deals with body shaming and issues with, you know, yourself. Um, and, and, and to specify, he's not going to show and tell, he's being brought for <laughs> show and tell. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. And, and then, you know, then things happen at school. And at the end of the, of the day, Monty saves the day for being exactly the way he is, um, which the other animals, no matter how strong and how they could fly and all these other wonderful traits that they have, couldn't do what Monty can do. And so, you know, and then now the third one that he's working on is Monty goes to the vet. I'll explain this one. Okay. Because this one's the freshest <laughs> one in my mind. So it's... A, it's going to be a story of how he has to go in for an annual checkup. So nothing bad, nothing serious. He just has to go in get like a physical done or whatever. So he's scared because he's never been to the vet before. And so he, we constantly go from this page where it's like, Ooh, spooky car. And it's, it's one frame. And then you flip the page and it's the same like camera angle, same scene, but just a normal car. And then They'll get to the, the office. They'll be in the waiting room, spooky waiting room, and then flip it. And then it's just a normal waiting room. And then it would repeat that constantly it, describing what he's scared of. And then him yeah. getting over that thing that he was scared of, realizing that it wasn't bad. And at the end of it, coming out of it, being like, well, that wasn't so bad. And <laughs> now I feel better. And it's just a story of, anxiety and realizing that to some extent we have a little bit of control over that I love it I love it and I love the perspective of it being you know the dual perspective that you're going to yeah. offer because that's the whole thing about 
fear and anxiety is it looks one way from inside and from outside, everything just looks completely normal and no one really sees all the spooky and the scary. And so yeah. that's, that's really cool that you're capturing it. Those illustrations are going to be powerful too. Oh, and going mm. back to the first one where he's in the pet store, a very big idea I have for the illustrations of that book is when he's comparing himself to the other animals, he imagines himself with those character traits. Oh, that'll be fun. So yeah. it'd be like a little, it would be a snake with like kitten ears and whiskers wrapped around like a ball of yarn playing with it. And it'd be like, oh, <laughs> I'd be such a cute cat. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be funny. See, these are wonderful ideas. I can't wait to share these books. You'll have to let me know when they come out. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess with COVID and everything, you're probably not doing many in-person like book tours. So is it mainly just like Zoom events and TV things for now? Well, he's my manager. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've, yeah, Ben's been doing, you know, a lot of podcasts and a lot of, uh, you know, Zoom interviews. Uh, obviously, he did the the local news run when the book was was released back in November. Um, so social media is, is the, the, the way that he's getting his book out there. Uh, he did one in-person event uh, that we were able to do in November at our local bookstore where we did a little launch uh, book signing and that was a, a major success. Uh, but uh, yeah, even uh, in back in October, we had uh, royalty read his book on, uh, we had the pr- uh, princess uh, Fergie, uh, Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York uh, has a YouTube channel and she read Ben's book on, on that. That's uh, awesome. So- yeah, so those are the, the way that, uh, you know, every time we, you know, Google his name, something else, you know, his book was named, uh, you know, top children's book of 2021 by Kirkus Reviews. Um, and then we just found out last week that the University of Pennsylvania also named his book as one of the top children's books of 2021. So, yeah, he has a lot, lot of success with uh, with his book and uh, um the, the wonderful thing now that's happening is that um, a very talented music producer in London used Ben's uh, poem as lyrics to a song. Uh, and that song uh, was then uh, put to a, a music video by a, a, a very talented uh, student in London. And that music video is now going around the, the uh, film festival circuit and winning awards all around the world. And wow. we just found out on Thursday that uh, we were nominated for Best Original Music at the British Animation uh, Awards. Um, wow. So that is like a major, major uh, project that Ben's involved with right now. Uh, you know, the other film festivals were all like small independent, uh, you know, university students and whatnot. But this British uh, Animation Award, the Foo Fighters are up for an award. And Ron gone, Ron's Gone Wrong is up for for uh, awards so this is a a, a pretty big that deal is and incredible. Uh, we find out march 10th uh if you know if we if you know ben and rory and mike have uh, have won or not but uh, the entire project was for autism awareness uh and we're going to be releasing the uh, the video on april 2nd for uh autism awareness day hopefully so no, no, hopefully. Well, I mean, just, <laughs> just in case, you yeah. don't know. Yes. <laughs> Life is at the whims of fate. 
That's but true. Yes, that, that, that is what we want to do now is to, to help, you know, spread Ben's message of, you know, that just because, you know, you're autistic, you're, you're different, not less, you know, you're capable of doing whatever it is that you want to do. And, you know, we hopefully, you know, the book has ins- the poem inspired people. The book is, you know, doing the same. And hopefully now through the art of music, we'll be able to inspire people that way as well. So cool. Well, and Ben. There's, there's one more thing that happened. The, uh, the other award we got. Oh, on Thursday, our, our New York uh, State Assemblyman uh, brought Ben to his office to give him the New York State Citation for his accomplishments as a 16-year-old author. Uh, so when he was 10, he was made Poet Laureate of our town of Plattsburgh. Uh, but now he just got the state citation for, uh, for all his accomplishments. So. That is incredible. You've done so much and you're only 16. I mean, this is you should feel very proud of yourself for everything you've done. And I guess final question for you. After high school... What are your, do you have any goals or plans? Do you want to keep pursuing this um, career path? I don't fully know yet. Yeah. For me, that's still a very distant goal. It's still hard to think that, oh my God, I'm going to graduate soon. This is, yeah, he's a junior. So he has one more year to to think about it, but post high school right now, what is it that you're, what career path are you thinking? Well, I was thinking either IT, electrician, or some other like salary or annual like hourly thing. I don't really fully know because, as I said, life is a fickle thing. It changes. <laughs> Especially with me, yeah, my so- mind changes a lot. <laughs> one, yeah. one second I like this, the next that. You don't really know. Yeah. And it's okay not to know. I don't think I knew what I wanted to do until I was my second year of college. I went, Oh, I like writing. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, I've always liked writing, but it wasn't until it was like second year in college. I went, Oh, I can get a degree in this and follow this. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, you know, if you know, his next book series gets, uh, gets published, then, you know, maybe that's, you know, will be the, little spark that makes him realize that well you could get a job that's a, you know monday through friday nine to five or you know you could pursue writing as a as a career so yes, you know, you can. Yeah. <laughs> i can totally see you doing book tours and school speaking events I, and <laughs> you could do like i very much yeah. like staying home <laughs> <laughs> I do specifically in my room. (laughs) (laughs) You could do author events at pet stores. That might convince me. (laughs) So long as I get to hold the snakes. (laughs) Yes, you get a snakes set up. Yeah. It'd be fun. There, there. That's a corner. I don't know if it's yeah. Wait, no, that would be perfect for the Monty books. Yeah. Come to the pet store for a book signing and you get to pet snakes. Exactly. Yeah, and that wouldn't just benefit me because the pet store would then get some more sales for reptiles, well, and then the reptiles would find homes. Exactly. See, yep. look at that. Double whammy. And that was just <laughs> made up out of thin air. That was. That's See? right. And like you said, life is <laughs> life is fickle like that, right? Mm-hmm. Things change uh, for I better mean, or yeah. for worse. Yes. <laughs> well, 
Ben and Sunny, thank you so much for being here today. It's been an honor and I'm really excited to see everything that unfolds for you. And thank you so much for taking time to be here today. No, thank you very much for having us. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Bye. Bye.